Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sometimes needing new tires can catch us by surprise. That's why tire power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tirepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Let's kick this around with the Chief Executive of the Swans, Tom Harley. Tom, great to have you on AFL Nation. Good evening, gents. How are you? Do you feel like this will give you a good gauge? It feels like the right game at the right time for both of you. Uh, I mean, it's, it's great to play in these sorts of games. I was just scrolling through some of the stats, and I think when you look at 7th and 8th, both with 6 wins, 4 losses, percentage of 120.4, it doesn't get much more even than that. Um, and it's a, you know, a great opportunity to... Uh, to respond from another big game, which was last Friday's game, where we obviously fell short, particularly in the second quarter against Carlton. So um, these are the games uh, that you want to play in um, and certainly looking forward to it tonight. What is your read on what your 6-4 and four represents, Tom? Yeah, I think, um, you know, we've, we've uh, when you're looking just the, the sheer wins and losses, we're 1-3 we're and three in the last month. And, you know, Brisbane are... Uh, a really good side and Gold Coast played well. We didn't that particular game. I think the Carlton game, um, the second quarter, just uh, that wasn't up to our standard. We conceded nine goals. And um, I think over the journey of the season, we're actually third for quarters one. Um, but the quarters that we've lost have, have really swung the result of the game. So, um, you know, we need to find ways to shift momentum uh, within quarters. I think, you know, what, what's a really positive aspect of our team is we're very coachable. Um, and we we um, we can adjust uh, adjust um, to trends of the game when we get a chance to do that. But uh, we're still developing. Um, but at the same token, uh, you know, we want to get to where we want to get to, which is being right at the pointy end in a hurry. Um, and experiences uh, like tonight go a long way to, uh, to to finding out where we're at. Tom, you're not alone in that inability to stop the damage from the opposition when they do get momentum. As you've assessed the game last week against the Blues and probably the last month of football, is that a structural thing? Mm-hmm. Is this part of the the evolution of this group about identifying moments and situations in games to mm-hmm. wrestle back that control, or is it just players aren't up to it just yet? I think it's. I, I don't think it's players aren't up to it just yet, Dale. I think it's a, it's a combination of structure. It's a combination of experience. Um, and just that game sense, which, uh, like a lot of things, there's no substitute for time on the block. I say that often, and, and the experience of the, of the Carlton game in particular. I mean, that was red hot, and the Blues, to their credit, were, you know, their pressure rating for that particular quarter was 240. Now, that's, that is off the charts, and they, they turned that into goals. So, um, you know, understanding um, as individuals what you need to do at that particular point in time in a contest, and then obviously as a group, understanding what you need to do. So, so, Structural, individual experience, I think it all goes into it. But um, the most important thing and the beauty of that footy in all sport is uh, um, outside of the grand final, there's always next week. And um, you've got a, we've got a chance to rectify it this week. Tom, I think I'm right in saying that the last time the Swans played on a Friday night, it was the Buddy 1000th game. And we were lucky enough to uh, be there just to witness it live. It was just one of the most magical, exciting events I've seen at the SCG in my time there. Can, can I ask you, and again, we've got another really exciting game, Tigers with Dusty turning mm. up uh, and the Swans going, you know, well enough, in fact, pretty well. 
should drag a pretty mm. good crowd. Is Friday night your preferred time slot? I think like all clubs, Jared, um, yeah, it sounds a bit cliche, but a, but a balanced fixture. Um, you know, there's, there's the, 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 the Saturday twilight games are really good yep. one for our sort of younger younger families. But um, Friday night, particularly this game, Marn Grook, we, we actually started uh, Marn Grook back in 2002, and that was... Um, I think it was five years before Dreamtime at the G. So we, we, we place a significant emphasis on this game and um, to play it uh, on the Friday night against a big big opponent um, is, is a great opportunity for us as a club to showpiece um, uh, clearly our Indigenous and First Nations culture, but also us as a footy club. Um, every club loves playing on Friday night. And um, so I'm sitting in my office uh, before the, the chairman's function looking over Driver Avenue that you know well, Jared and uh, they're starting to stream in. Excellent. So it's a, it's a beautiful night up here in Sydney. So looking forward to it. So the Swans were brought were brought up on a uh, on a diet of Sunday afternoon footy. What <laughs> what's the what's the I guess the least liked slot for Sydney fans? Uh, look, I, I think we're 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 fortunate that we've got a pretty diverse fan base. Um, as I said, the Friday nights everyone wants to be a part of. Um, Saturday uh, Saturday Twilight's been a really strong one, particularly through through winter when the, you know, the, the, the typically, I mean, this is so much rain, obviously, this year, but um, the milder winter in Sydney gives you an opportunity to spend your day, um, uh, kids' sport and some lunch, and then yeah. roll into the SDG, beautiful sunset over the member stand. Um, so we, 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 we'll play any time, anywhere, but I think um, if you had to sort of pick family-friendly Saturday twilight, um, for the fans, you know, the, the big blockbuster Friday night, Saturday night games are great. Tom, in regards to tonight's game, a big one tonight, clearly, and then you roll into the Ds next week at the MCG, and then you get an opportunity to have a mid-year break. Off the back of the inconsistency of probably the last month, what can you say that we're going to see, excuse me, necessarily from a Swans perspective? And and it has changed over years and gone to the days where it's just that hard-nosed in and under style. You've got some great ball use, but what's become, I I guess, the non-negotiable from John Longmire and the group for this weekend to be able to respond? Yeah, look, I think it's um, I think footy, footy has evolved and teams have evolved and we've we've certainly evolved as a team. Um, but what what hasn't changed too much in in our club's view is just the DNA of what makes um, the really great teams and the teams that win finals and that's contested ball and pressure. And I don't have the exact number in front of us, but uh, but if you can win contested possession and the pressure rating, um, it goes a fair way to winning games. So that that's where it starts. And you know we've had some challenges. Um, uh, starting games, and to our credit, we've we've won a lot of games coming from behind. So we want to start well. Hear the slap of bodies at the start of the centre bounce. Oh. Um, get our hands on it. Embrace. Um, it's coach uh, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting a bit fired up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I do. I do. I mean, as I guess as, a, as an administrator, I do love my footy, and and um, and uh, you know. I do get the uh, hairs on the back of the neck standing up on a, on a Friday night, so I'm looking forward to seeing a really strong contested effort. And yeah, we've got some good ball users and the like, but it comes off the back of really strong contest work. All right, uh, let's get down to business now, Tom. Every fan that's listening here, in particular Swans and Richmond fans, want to know the answer to this. Now, mm-hmm. if you could get Dusty for free, you would take him. <laughs> it would appear as if we're going we're going through this same sort of uh, discussion that we had about Joe Danaher. I mean, I don't see under any circumstances, unless you get him for free, how... You I can... saw them having a coffee. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I was There's got to be a real estate agent trying to flog him some property. He's probably already got two houses up there. But is there any way that, unless you get him for free, 
you can fit Dusty yeah. into the Swans? Because I would have thought it's oh. unless you can almost guarantee, you know, a, an absolute bargain which you're not going to get, you could compromise this sort of really good position you're in right now uh, as you build towards another flag. Yeah, I mean, and getting getting serious about that, we 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 are not involved um, in any of this commentary. We understand the media commentary around it. Um, there have been no conversations, whether um, internally or externally. Um, and to play the straightest of straight bats, um, as far as I understand, he's he's contracted to Richmond. So mm. from our from our point of view, it's 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 just not a story. So, um, but at the same time, I, I can absolutely appreciate the the the, the, the fever around it. So would you, though, if he said, I want to come to Sydney, would you give up three first-rounders? I wouldn't have thought so. Would Jerry. you give up two first-rounders? <laughs> I'm not. No, we, we can move. He's, he's contracted to Richmond. We're yeah. playing Richmond tonight. You are. Um, so, um, but you yeah, started no, the negotiations there, Tom, so that was your problem. <laughs> come on. Next question. <laughs> have you started negotiations with Buddy? Um. With Lance, Lance, we've got a great relationship with Lance, clearly. Um, all things being equal, um, uh, player and club uh, want this to go on for as long as possible. So um, that's, all, that's all tracking well. The conversations are constant and ongoing and, and we'll play them out behind closed doors again to play a pretty straight, straight bat. So, um, you know, Lance has been... I think Lance's season this year has been really, really solid. He's, he's still very fit. Um, he's actually a bit leaner than he has been previously. So... Um, yeah, we nothing, nothing to see here or there, but um, uh, all tracking well. Do you feel like he's got more than one year left in him, or will he become a, a one year at a time player? Oh, to be honest, Jared, we haven't gone into that level of detail. I think it would be um, let's focus on this week, let's let's focus on this year, let's focus on the year after that, as opposed to anything beyond that. So, um, so not a ten year uh, contract this time. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. No, you're, you're in a cheeky mood, Jared, at the moment. <laughs> hutto, hutto, it's, that's all hutto, Tom. <laughs> Can I ask you about Dylan Stevens? He's, um, yeah, he's a kid that you know couldn't have done any more in the preseason from all reports and played pretty yeah. well. In fact, he he was one of the best four or five on the ground, I reckon, against Geelong in round two, and yet he seems to yeah. have fallen out of the side again. Where where's he at? Yeah, he, after he's played beforehand um, over at Lakeside this, this afternoon, he, he got his hands on the footy again. Um, he got squeezed um, just through through the midfield after I think it was the Bulldogs game earlier in the year, and um, and then the team sort of kept kept going and going well. So he, he's he's been playing well in the reserves. He's obviously not in the team at the moment. Um, I don't think it's a it's a red flag for his um, I guess long term prospects mm. at, the, at the at the at the Swans, but um, uh, a few. Not so much a few things to work on. He, he's still he's still developing that inside midfield craft as well. We know he can run. We know he can play on the wing. But uh, um, we're we're looking forward to uh, putting um, some more inside work into him uh, in the VFL at the moment. Tom, to be serious, then as an ex-player and now as a CEO, how how do you see Tasmania and ha- the future of the game in terms of expansion? Is it something that you endorse and think the game can is capable of uh, of um, that? You know, Part of the future, mm. successfully economically. Yeah, look, I, I reserve reserve our, reserve my judgment, reserve our judgment um, on the modelling of it. I think that's really important. Um, what I, what I will say, and this is a, a personal view, that um, I think you know, as a general principle, we support footy in Tasmania. Um, but uh, what that looks like, um, I'd, I'd need to be convinced a nineteenth team is the way to go. Um, but um, until we sort of see the model of that and whether that's um, 
the distribution uh, that the clubs receive from the AFL, whether it's to, to satisfy talent, is it a reduction in lists? Um, what impact does it have on the, the future um, um, increases in the soft cap? Um, all of those sorts of things, I think, need to be laid there before you can make a, make a, a full and frank view on it. But um, uh, as I say, I think as a general comment, would need to be convinced of expansion at this point in time. And how is the game going through, through a Sydney lens? I know it's a very broad question, but how do you think yeah. it, it's going? Yeah, look, I think, I mean, as a club, we're still, we're still coming out of COVID. The two Sydney clubs got hit financially harder than any of the other clubs, as I understand it, through COVID. And um, part of that is um, uh, certainly our business model is predicated on bums on seats at the SCG. And so that revenue source was, was turned off. And, and, you know, we took the opportunity, uh, we were forced to take the opportunity to, to recalibrate. Um, we're still coming through it. We're, we're down and club generated revenue still around about that sort of 16, 17%. So we're not quite back to where we were. Um, participation um, numbers, particularly through youth girls, is growing. Uh, we have this, with this really strange phenomenon up in Sydney with uh, the drop of rain, mm. all of the local grounds um, shut down. And I've got a seven year old and nine year old, and the seven year old's only played one game of footy this year, um, <laughs> let alone train. So, S- there same as South East Queensland. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. And there are a few there are a few idiosyncrasies to the development of the game up here in Sydney that unless you've been here you don't really know. Um, but in saying that we we um, we we know the role that we play for the code um, in Sydney and, and we think our future is extremely bright. So we're 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 looking forward to waving that flag uh, for the for the code in the future. Tom, we can't quite convince you on a nineteenth team in Tassie for the men's, but it must be really exciting where the club's out with some huge Names being mentioned in the women's space is one of the new four teams that will get started in a couple of weeks. How does that feel and where's the club at in that situation? Yeah, Dale, I've, I've, I've really enjoyed um, enjoyed uh, our build, if you like. I'm working very closely with our GN, Kate Marnie and Scott Gowans, the coach. And um, bringing the season forward to August um, has presented some challenges and the delay in the CDA has certainly presented some challenges. But um, we, we've announced... Uh, we've announced um, uh, I think it's seven now. Um, AFLW experienced players, Brooke Lachlan, the most recent um, former vice captain of the Western Bulldogs, and um, it's it's just a, our club is going to be so much richer for for having an AFLW team. And um, you know, we'll play our first game. We're working through fixtures. We've got opportunities to play at North Sydney Oval. We may have opportunities to play at the SCG out of Henson Park. And uh, and I know our fans are absolutely um, uh, lining up to get involved. So. Uh, it's going to be a great, great addition to the to the to the club, and, and we look forward to being part of the competition. Tom, good to have you with us. Good luck for tonight. All the best, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call thirteen twenty one ninety one.